Special guest is in studio right now, 12-year-old journalist, youngest registered journalist. She's from Palestine, and she began reporting at the age of seven, believe it or not. And uh, this was uh, mainly because of what she saw happening around her. But uh, she will tell her story much, much better. What's your name, young lady? Uh, my name is Jenna. I'm 12 years old. I live in Palestine, and I'm the youngest registered press card uh, carrying journalist. Jenna 101. Who is Jenna? How do you introduce yourself to people who have no idea who you are when people meet you and ask, who are you? What do you do? <laughs> I uh, report what happens in my village from Israeli occupation attacks, from raids, from clashes, to anything that happened. Just hold my phone, report it uh, live or any other things just to try to send my message to the world. Why are you doing this? Because uh, that message of the Palestinian children or or the way that they're living, nobody in the world is knowing. No. Uh, so I just want to send that message to the world. I just, because I, I want to live in peace and love and equality and justice, live my childhood like any other child in the world, not see my friend getting killed near me or not see my people that I love lose them killing or arresting. Mm. Paint a picture about your upbringing. I mean, you're not even a teenager yet, but you've experienced a lot. Yes. Tell okay. us about growing up. What kind of childhood was it? Um, I was born with Palestine under occupation. My yeah. my, we started uh, doing demonstrations in Palestine, nonviolent resistance. Um, in uh, 2009, I was. Only three years old. Yes. Um, so I was growing up living under occupation. I was growing up seeing my people getting injured, seeing people that I love getting arrested or even getting killed. Mm. So, um, like, I grew up uh, in a situation that any child, any Palestinian child had lived in, didn't live my childhood. Even when we were trying to play in mm. the streets, they come shoot at us gas canisters because of us being in a non, in a, a closed military zone just because of us playing uh, on the road, playing soccer, anything. Mm. So uh, I've never lived in peace. I never know what does childhood mean. Yeah. And that's what happens with any Palestinian child living under the Israeli occupation. 8.13, 13 minutes after 8, we are hanging out with uh, journalist uh, Jana Jihad Ayad. She's the world's youngest registered journalist. She's been doing this since she was seven years old. More from Jana after this. Drake, nice for what on Metro FM? It's 16 minutes after 8. We have a special guest in studio. She's on a little tour uh, her name is Jana Jihad from the village of Nabi Saleh in the occupied Palestinian territories. She's a journalist, registered, 12 years old. She's been doing it since she was seven. Take us back to when you were seven and you started doing reports. So you, why did you decide to start doing that when you were seven? And what did you say to your mother? What did you say to your mother before you did this? I, I actually... 
uh, started doing that thing when I was seven years old, yes. when I saw that there was not enough journalists to cover things that happens in Palestine, in Nabi Saleh, in my village. Like when my friend Mustafa had been killed, my uncle Rushdie had been killed near me. So um, we, as children living under occupation, our message had to be sent. Our our fear, our lives, our things that we see had to be really sent. So yes. on a Friday, I just took my mom's phone and started um, reporting what's happening in front of me. Then um, maybe after about three months or something, my mom found um, about maybe uh, seven reports on her phone when she was like checking her yes. uh, phone. So, uh, so she uploaded them on Facebook and I started doing it. Do you remember your first report? What what did you report on the I first, first time? I do remember the first report. What, what was it? Um, it was uh, actually, we were in a uh, in the demonstration, yeah. just singing and doing um, uh, things that we do on the demonstration, singing for Palestine and things. Then I uh, took my mom's phone and started reporting. Um, they were shooting a lot, so I was like um, just speaking about what they are shooting, so showing the gas canister all over the street. Mm. Yeah. Weren't you scared? Um, as Palestinians, when in the time that we were raised we were raised on when because of us being palestinians we have to control our fears and not let our fears control us like of course i am a human and i feel afraid sometimes but i have to control our fear and um if it if my fear controlled me i'm not gonna live i cannot do anything my message won't be sent Mm. so you can't let fear win of course not You've lost close friends, family members. You're still a child. What helps you deal with the pain? What helps you deal with the baggage that comes with this loss? Um, last loss was um, before about a month. Yeah. Uh, it was one of our family members. He's only 19 years old. Mm. Um, he was killed under my room's window. Wow. So I saw him getting killed. Nobody was in the streets except the soldiers. So they just shoot him with two uh, with two bullets. One of the one of them came in his neck, and one of them came in his heart. And you were there. So yeah, me and my friends and my cousins, we were like only children. So we tried to. Um, soldiers came to him and started hitting him uh, while he was injured, while he was uh, maybe dead in that time. So. Mm. Uh, they didn't let us go to him, try to help him do anything, calling the ambulance. They didn't let us, so they started to put the guns on our heads and saying, if you came, we're going to shoot you. We tried to um, let him go to the hospital, uh, but they arrested him, uh, kept him on the floor bleeding for 30 minutes, and wow. it was really hard. Of course, dealing with it is really bad. Like, for example, my cousin, who is uh, 10 years old, became having a trauma uh, from seeing blood on the street. Of course, it's not our first time, but mm. it's really bad feeling to see somebody getting killed near you, somebody that you love, mm. uh, losing people that you love just in front of you. Yeah. You had a gun put to your head. What are you thinking at that time? Um, 
If you had gun put in your head, of course I prefer to save a person. Yeah. And I'm not gonna care, but uh, they would do anything because they are occupation. Mm. And I believe that um, whatever they did, I at the end we're gonna live in a freedom. We're gonna live in free Palestine, and I I believe that we are the freedom generation that can free Palestine. And and of course I'm wishing that because my grandparents died when. They was born under occupation and died living under occupation. So I don't want that to happen with me. I want to live my life not under occupation. I want to know what does freedom mean in my land. Go to the sea that's only 25 kilometers far from me that I can see from my roof that I only went once in my whole life because of that occupation not letting me. So, So, um... I just want to live in peace and in love and equality, dignity and justice to just free Palestine and to just live like any child around the world. Just want to be a child. Just want to be a child. 8.35, we're hanging out with journalist uh, Jana Jihad. She's 12 years old and uh, she's been a journalist since she was seven years old. And uh, in one of her posts on Twitter, Mm. she talks about how Israeli soldiers detained her Mm. and interrogated her for two hours. What was she interrogated about? We'll ask Jana straight after this. It's your Metro FM Fresh Classic. Before the movie The Great White Hype, there was this Great White Hype. Wiki Wiki Wednesday. Vanilla Ice. Wow. (laughs) Really? Ice, ice, baby. (laughs) Metro FM Fresh Classic. Wiki Wiki Wednesday. We play some of uh, your favorite hip-hop classics on a Wednesday. Vanilla Ice. Ice, ice, baby. It's 8.40. We're hanging out with a special guest this morning, 12-year-old journalist uh, Jana Jihad Ayad. She has been a journalist since she was seven. She does mainly video blogs. And the other day, the Israeli army interrogated her. This is part of her video blog. They interrogated me for two hours. It was like a very hard time. Um, like, actually, I just want to say to you, thank you very much. And also, um, in like the whole world, a child with is like who's only 12 years old in four days is a child. So in the world, they cannot arrest him. But here in the Israeli law, after 12 years old, like for example, me, I'm 12 and four days. Um, uh, so like they can arrest me, interrogate me and put me in the jail for a long time. How do you feel listening to that? Um, first thing, um, uh, it, I don't, uh, I don't really have a personal Twitter, so you may, uh, you may be see it on our organization, Shamsan's Twitter, or on my Facebook page. Yes. Um, so, uh, so me, the, when I heard that, it made me feel like, it reminded me of that day when yeah. I was coming, my birthday was on April 5th, so I uh, celebrated it in um, in Jordan. Yes. So when what, I was what, what did you do for your birthday? Do you remember? Yeah, we did party and yeah. things. Yeah. Birthday cake, did you get presents? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
so we did it in Jordan, and when I came back from the border, they stopped me, interrogated me for two hours. I well, what did they ask you for two hours? Um, first thing, um, he started to ask me, he had my passport. Yes. And uh, he started to ask me, what's your name and things. I told him, like, uh, you have my passport and you can see my name uh, there, so don't be silly and you know everything <laughs> about me. So he Yeah, started, you know who I am. You know who I am, why are you asking? Yes. Then he started to ask, like, tell us everything about Nabi Saleh and things uh, uh, and about your family. I said, it's, uh, it's family secrets, it doesn't have to go out. He started to to say, um, like he started to ask like some questions about my dad, about my, our family, about uh, like everything about Nabi Saleh. Of course, I remained silent and yeah. things. After that, he started screaming. So I, when a person screams in a conversation, that means he lost. So he's lost control. Yeah, yes. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> So then he was, okay, you're going to stay here forever. And then he got, uh, he went uh, for another place. I don't know where he, yes. uh, for, for three, uh, for about three hours, they were checking my passport. And uh, after that, they gave me my passport and then I went back home. You also received death threats. How do you yeah. deal with that? Um. Yes, I received a lot of death, death threats from Zionist people from a lot of things and especially after Israeli um, uh, Ministry of Strategical Affairs made a secret report about me saying that I am uh, the next security threat on their country. Wow. Um, after that, the Channel 2 of the Israeli uh, television, uh, they they um uh showed that report and started to uh just speak about me like how can we deal with that young uh girl and how much they have recess that they started to say uh she's not Palestinian because she have green eyes and she have yes. blonde hair so and you have beautiful uh, green eyes oh thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> so after that i had a lot of death threats but in the same time i have a lot of support so why to look on the negative thing while i have a lot of positive things doesn't your family worry about you being kidnapped being murdered being assassinated um of course uh, i mean you're very close to your mother for instance <laughs> yeah. in fact when you walked in here uh, when i met you guys you were sitting on her lap <laughs> 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 yes. your family doesn't worry about you uh, of course they are a family yes um and every family is worried but all of us go to demonstrations um and of course, when we want to live in freedom, we have to pay a price. So, uh, still, we want to just do anything we can for the, that next generation to live their childhood, the not the childhood that we're living right yes. now. So, yeah. Eight forty-five. She is a twelve-year-old journalist from uh, the Palestinian village of Nabi Saleh. She's still with us. All your comments, all your questions are appreciated. They're welcome. And I will read uh, as many of them as possible straight after this. Metro FM is where you're at. Taking off the latest album, L-O-V-E, this is Zonke tonight. Metro FM is where you're at. Welcome to Fresh Breakfast. The bridge is up next, just after the news at 9 in studio with us right now, 12-year-old journalist Jana Jihad Ayad. 
She's been doing reports since the age of seven. Thanks for joining us, Jana. You're welcome. Uh, she's from the village of Nabi Saleh in uh, the occupied Palestinian territories and uh, pretty much says she's willing to pay the price so that other children don't have to live the way she has lived. Your mother. Tell us about your relationship with your mother. You guys look very close. Tell us about your mother. Um, yes, we were really close. Um, she's my friend and she's my mom and yes. like everything. So um, we're really close and um, I love her a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. What's the best advice mama has ever given you? Best advice? Yes. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> she has a lot of like... But best advice is like um, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Like uh, for example, she always say to me, um, like in a, like for example, like that soldier. Um, in a conversation, you don't have to make your voice high. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, mother things. Okay, so stay calm <laughs> even during conversation. <laughs> yeah. Has she ever said to you? Why don't you take your childhood back and stop doing adult stuff? Like no protesting. No, she goes to demonstrations with me. <laughs> I go with her. Awesome. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Why are you in South Africa, Jenna? Actually, um, uh, I came with uh, with our new organization named Shimsan that... Uh, we're trying to make platforms for Palestinian children to send their message to the world. Um, and we also made a calendar, like, every month speaking about a story of a child living under occupation. Um, so uh, I came here. It's not, It's my second time coming mm. uh, for a speaking tour to speak about our lives living under occupation, to learn from South African children about their history, mm. the great history that could help us dealing with that apartheid uh, to just live in freedom and just in equality mm. and to just send a message that really has to be sent. Sure. Another young woman, another girl that is in the same, uh, I guess, WhatsApp group as you is uh, Malala Yousafzai. Have you met her? What do you think of uh, what, what she does? I don't know her. Uh, Malala Yousafzai from, I think she's from Pakistan. from Pakistan, yes. Oh, Malala. Malala, yes. Oh, yeah. I've read a book about her, actually. Yes. I didn't finish it yet. Yeah. But um, I think she's amazing. Yeah. And um, just she has to continue on the thing that she's doing in the right, in the right way. And yes. keep fighting for for our human rights that we has we have to get mm. what do you want to do when you grow up what are your career dreams for yourself i want to be five things yes first thing i'm gonna st study political science to know more about the governments around the world yes. second thing i'm gonna be a um uh journalist of course palestine will be free but i'm gonna cover things that happens with other children around the world like syrian children third yes. thing i'm gonna be an artist to uh send my message in a better way for the children yes. uh fourth thing i'm gonna be a fashion designer to design more of the palestinian traditional dresses and make it the fashion for those years yes. and last thing is it the same dress your, uh, your mom is wearing 
Um, no. Ah, uh, okay. It's that. Ah, uh, that there. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Uh, fifth, uh, last thing I want to be, um, a soccer player to raise my country name high. Are you good at soccer? I am. What what position do you play? You? I play in the center. And then the World Cup. Have you been watching the World Cup? I did. And uh, who are you supporting? I was supporting Brazil. Oh, so you were sad when they crashed out. Yeah. And now who do you think will win the World Cup? Um, I don't know. Because, like, all of the, um, like, the... Uh, countries that never win is winning in the countries or that always win is not winning. Yes. <laughs> All right. Where can we find your work? Uh, on Facebook? Where, 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 um, what's your Facebook You can page? find it uh, on our two pages on Facebook. First thing, Shamsan Two Sons. Yes. Uh, and second one is uh, Jenna Jihad. Okay. I have 300,000 followers there. Jenna Jihad. J-A-N-N-A-J-I-H-A-D. When you're not making noise about what needs to happen for the world to be right how do you relax like do you listen to music do you i listen to a lot of music yes i play with my friends yeah. i draw so you still make time to play with your friends i try yeah that's good and um i um what else i do i uh I play a lot with my friends yes. and I watch TV. I, I just go on my phone and. Jenna, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. Enjoy your time in South Africa and hopefully between yourself and the children in South Africa that you'll be interacting with, you'll be able to share ideas, share dreams, thank you, and then and, and share a way, a way forward. But I think you're a very powerful young woman, and thank uh, you. keep keep at it. It's, I'm sad to say keep doing it, because as a child you should be doing <laughs> children's stuff. <laughs> but I think your voice is so important. Yeah. We can't say stop doing it. Yeah. So keep at it, man. You're, <laughs> you're an inspiration. You. Very Thank brave you very also. Much. Ladies and gentlemen, 12-year-old Jana Jihad Ayad.